Kingdom Exhortations September 2014 Read by John Morton Good morning. In Mark 12, a Bible teacher approaches Jesus and asks him a very important and intriguing question. Quote, One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating. Noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer, he asked him, quote, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? End quote, verse 28. The teacher's question is just as relevant today and one that all of us as Christians should seriously consider as well. Basically, the man is asking Jesus what the most vital thing in life for him to do is. Of all the things God has commanded me to do, which is the most important? Jesus' reply, quote, the most important one, end quote, answered Jesus, quote, is this. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second is this. Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these, end quote, verses 29 to 31. How well are you following these exhortations from Jesus? Do you love him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength? Are you really loving your neighbor as you love yourself? The first step in truly loving God and loving our neighbor in this way is to increasingly place our minds and our thoughts on God and on our neighbor. In order to do this, we must first take our mind and our thoughts off ourselves, our lives, and our concerns. How much time do you spend each day thinking about yourself, your health, your job, your vacation, your money, your wife, your kids, your fun, your problems? Consequently, how much time do you spend each day thinking about Jesus, his wants, his desires, his will? How much time do you spend thinking about others, their lives, their families, their struggles, their finances, their problems? If we are willing to do an honest evaluation, most of us would regrettably find that we are completely consumed with our own lives and families and give comparatively little thought to Jesus and others. Are you willing to come to Jesus with this question and ask him to reveal your heart in this matter? Perhaps you already know what he is saying. For those who are willing to earnestly come to him, laying bare their hearts in this matter, there is indeed wonderful hope. Loving someone tends to concentrate the mind on them as it becomes absorbed with thoughts of the object of that love. We pay close attention to them and strive to do what is pleasing to them. Over time, if a lasting relationship develops, love as it is initially felt cannot go on forever. It must change as it matures and becomes something much deeper than mere feelings. Though we cease to think of them constantly, their wants and needs begin to take precedence over our own. Quote, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others. End quote, Philippians 2, verses 3 and 4. A more complete trust develops, and we learn to increasingly respect and depend on them in all circumstances. In short, our lives become centered on them, and we no longer love because of the way we feel, but love deeply regardless of any temporary feelings. 
This is the way our love for God should develop and mature as our minds become increasingly Christ-centered and our trust in Him grows. The tendency, however, is to allow our minds to wander and become focused on worldly thoughts and desires, which we then act on. James 1, 14 and 15. Too often our lives become representative of the seed that fell among thorns as our minds become, quote, choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature, end quote, Luke 8, 14. Quote, those who live according to the sinful nature have their minds set on what that nature desires. But those who live in accordance with the Spirit have their minds set on what the Spirit desires. End quote Romans 8, 5. Let us go now and labor to more and more truly love Jesus and others more and ourselves less. Labor to intentionally place your mind and thoughts on Jesus, on his word, the Bible, and on those people he has surrounded you with. Remember, quote, each of you should look not only to your own interests, but also to the interests of others, end quote, Philippians 2, 4. Psalm 1 declares the man whose, quote, delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night, end quote, is blessed. Quote, he is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields its fruit in season, and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers, end quote verses 2 and 3. If we are to become like this, we must increasingly, quote, set your mind on things above, not on earthly things, end quote, Colossians 3, 2, and, quote, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, end quote, Romans 12, 2. This should be the goal for each of us as we seek to mature as Christ's loving disciples, with minds constantly focused on Christ we will never forget to include him in our decisions and, inasmuch, our lives will become increasingly loving and fruitful. As we continue in this way, with God's help and by his ever-present grace and mercy, we will increasingly grow to love Jesus and all those around us, even as he commanded us. Let it be so, Lord Jesus. May God bless you all. Kingdom Exhortations are written by John Morton, Dave Anderson, and Tom Anderson. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.kingdomd.org. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from his past sins. 2 Peter 1, verses 5-9